five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Poem podcast, your premier podcast for the Toronto Defiant and the Vancouver Titans. I am Chris at Lightforce, back in the saddle, setting uh, the law down, because these two, Ani at Ani Strafe and Jordan at Sir Dr. Jam, just, y'all went crazy last week. Yeah, we got slapped on the wrists a little bit, I guess, is the proper term to use. I, I heard. I, first of all, the, the fact that it was like a <laughs> almost a two-hour episode with just the two of you. Oops. There were, there were lots of uh, things to talk about. You know, lots of news. What what can you do? What can you do? I just got home from changing a, a flat tire in a parking lot, and I think it was Chris. I think he sat. Is <laughs> <laughs> exactly so. What I did is, is I so I'm I'm a, an alpha tester for um, Elon Musk's. Uh, is it Hyperloop? And you didn't realize there's a hype. It's it's from here to like Calgary, Edmonton, and oh, back. Wow. Like, yeah. yeah. So that's what he, I did. I, I camped out in the uh, Home Depot parking lot. Saw you pulling because I knew you were today. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Are, yeah. are you behind the the forest fires that like destroy the air right now? And uh, no, because that hurts me just as much as it. <laughs> yeah. Hurts oh man, everyone it's else. so bad right now. It's absolutely brutal. It it'll well, I think we were, in a couple couple days probably. Well, it, Friday is a big storm that's mm. supposed to blow in, and it's like it, so. This, the air quality right now in Vancouver, I think we're like third worst in the world. Oh, it's um, already first. Oh, we're number one? Yeah, yeah. number one. And and the thing is, that's just for major cities. Like, if you look down to the south, Richmond, Surrey, it's even worse than that. Yeah, it's... So, we're in, the, we're in the purple. It's very unhealthy. That's one before hazardous, which is like Chernobyl mode. Wow. Yeah, it is. It is horrible <laughs> out there. But yeah, Friday, big storm comes in. And the weather system is supposed to be the first arrival of, like, rain. But not only that... Um, a lot of it, which means crazy things will probably happen with flooding because we have had Oof. no, like l- literally no rain since July. No rain. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I was reading online, Las Vegas, Nevada has had more rain since July than Vancouver, British Columbia. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so literal desert. <laughs> yes. And here temperate rainforest, but apparently yeah, not crazy. Yeah. The temperate now it's just any longer. S- smoke forest. Yeah, well, so when that new Vancouver map gets added to the game, it'll have like a fourth mode. So you have like morning, afternoon, evening, and then Vancouver will have like smog. Yeah. We haven't had that because I want to say it was like two years ago. We had that couple of days where like the entire sky was red because the smoke was that thick. Yeah, and it, it was closer. It felt like like evening at like noon. Um, But it's just it's. Oh. It, it was like Mad Max lighting outside. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, I was going to say it was kind of crazy. Rise of the Blood Moon, like in Bloodborne, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a good game! Yeah. Makes want to play it now. So welcome to uh, your premier source for everything Bloodborne. Yes, yeah. uh, I was going to actually segue by saying, talking about games. Uh, the Toronto Defiant were in action this past weekend, and they'll be in action again uh, this yeah. upcoming weekend. They're in action, ruining our pickems. That's for sure. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't the only one? <laughs> no, uh, I don't think so. I mean, give them credit. They have acted like a mid-team all season long, yeah. and they made sure the record matched 
<laughs> we should we should title the episode the middest team to ever mid <laughs> hey you gotta be in it to win it That's they're in right. it they want to <laughs> win it um and we'll get into uh, what we think may or may not happen over the course of this weekend uh overwatch 2 we've uh hopefully all been playing it by now and mm-hmm. uh, have some thoughts and uh, I don't know, there might be a few other tidbits to, to talk about, uh, but let's uh, start pushing this payload. Moving the payload! Join me! So as we already know, the Vancouver Titans season, over, done, finito! But the Toronto Defiant season continues. In fact, they had uh, a couple of matches this past weekend where they were taking on both the Florida Mayhem and the Houston Outlaws. Uh, I did not get an opportunity to share my... Uh, thoughts uh, going into the weekend but i wasn't feeling it for toronto um i had them losing to both florida as well as houston and um suffice to say i got one of the two correct um but again to qualify this it's not that i'm hating on toronto per se it's just i don't think this meta whatever it is works for them and boy do i hope the introduction of kariko changes things up Presuming she gets gameplay, and I, I, I can't see how she doesn't. Yeah. Do you guys know what they normally play alongside Kiriko? Is she like the flex or the main heel? I, I assume she's like a flex now. I heard comparisons to BAP today, basically saying she's she's similar to BAP in terms of what his kit does. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she's got mm. she's got a. Uh, retreat or engage in you know similar to his jump she's got the teleport she's got a a pretty sick um you know uh offensive fire just like bap's Mm -hmm. uh little uh uh semi-automatic thing um and then obviously she's got the projectile heal kind of thing um so kiriko zen maybe a thing or i don't know yeah i'm just speculating right now potentially heavily i mean it's in my mind it's hard to get away from lucio right now so yes. I'm wondering if we maybe see see Lucio paired with Kiriko. Um but at the same time if you go without BAP, you're missing out on that Immo field, which is pretty powerful, obviously, right? So Correct. Well, I was gonna say, like again, the sample size is extremely small, but having seen some of the content creators and what mm-hmm. have you play, um, I have seen a fair amount of Kiriko Anna. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. And I, again I that's a small sample size. Yeah. It's about content familiarity. It's not, they're not playing at the, the competitive side, but it's, it's just, mm-hmm. it will be interesting to see how this works out for Toronto. But, but before we get there, mm-hmm. um, they, uh, they kick things off against the, the Florida ma'am, um, as we had already uh, <clears throat> shared, um, didn't go so, uh, go so well for them, uh, on Elios. I mean, <laughs> Did anything really go well? I mean, they were competitive. They were, I think, what, they lost 100 to, like, 70 on Ruins, I yeah. think, right? Like, it, was, it, was, it wasn't it was horrible, but it felt like Toronto was going to require yeah. Florida to make such a grievous mistake um, to actually win, which yeah. is not a, a good feeling to have because Florida made very few, if any, at all. Yeah, we we spoke about the fact that Toronto, you know, had some COVID outbreaks in their squad. And then if it ever had any effect on, on the gameplay, this would be the, the day to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
before even the game began, like the game kind of matters to both teams, right? They both tried mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, get a better record. But going into this, you you mentioned Druins and and Well was I think the first map and there oh, was well, a clear sorry. yeah there was a clear DPS diff there I I, I feel like uh, especially in Ilios mm-hmm. Hydron just did whatever the hell he wanted you know getting the three Ks four Ks and whatnot every every time and Toronto even the recaps felt like more of a desperation move mm-hmm. trying to extend the demise uh it didn't look pretty yeah unfortunately yeah ilios was a a bloodbath and all towards florida yeah Um, like you say hydron just looking really impressive um someone looking good on the zarya as well um if i'm not mistaken uh on well didn't hotbus start off on diva um going against someone zarya and it was really confusing because it just did not match up then I think when they went on to ruins, uh, it was Zarya v Zarya, yeah. um, uh-huh. a mirror matchup with the exception of although on Tracer and Checkmate on Genji, um, and yeah, it just kind of kind of felt like nothing was nothing was working in favor of Toronto, right? They uh, yeah. just the Tracer wasn't matching up to the Genji. Not that I think Checkmate was popping off either, but I think Hydron was the difference maker. Uh, him mm-hmm. and, and I will give credit to someone, but yeah, to who? <laughs> anyone <laughs> is, is anyone available someone is yeah someone is well not yet no he's coming to vancouver remember remember i'm yeah. saying it now actually well, well someone rails. will right someone did you see did you see who's in vancouver uh elsa oh really Broy ran into elsa in a i would look like a shopper's drug mart in Van- what the heck? vancouver really? surprise she's not frozen uh, See what I did there? See what uh, I did there? Not, uh, not with this weather. Jordan, uh, let it go. It's gonna snow. Oh, okay. Let it go. Okay, good one. Good one. Yeah. Um. So as you can probably tell, uh, this, this match, match sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Eichenwald was a little bit better. I think. Well, the, yeah, it, but. It, at least in terms of gameplay, um, a little bit. Hot Bazaria is good, and and Hot Bazaria can can make things uh, positive things for Toronto. One of the only positive things uh, I can I can talk about from Toronto's perspective, and you know they they pushed a lot. They they started on attack, and they almost went all the way to the end. And then Hydron comes from the back in in bumper esque fashion with his uh, you know flank, and was mm-hmm. very impressive. But then what the hell happened in defense? Can you guys tell me what what what's with the double C nines there? It's so yeah. So I honestly think it's just a symptom of of the game of or whatever. COVID? No, well that too maybe. I it I I've been thinking about this all season long. Yeah, you know, like but but before that, you know what you can't, you know, you you can't spell COVID nineteen without C nine in it. So maybe that's like wow. it's true, really. true, and maybe, wow. maybe maybe you're onto something here. Um, <laughs> that was good too. I'm of the belief that the Charlie Niner is actually the direct result of five e five as opposed to the six. I yeah. honestly believe sure. that it's it's just a math issue that these players had become so accustomed to whether it be an off tank peel or something mm-hmm. so there was always that one person who could disengage but now that's 5v5 you lose one a 4v5 yeah. is is a drastic shift and i i genuinely wonder if that's 
what's created this. It could be that maybe there's a timing issue in game. Um, Cause there have been times where we'd be curious as to that wasn't a touch. Mm. And so could that be like an in-game trigger that, but I don't think that's it. I actually think it's five V five. Yeah. I, I could definitely see that. It's, it's a lot more, at least what I've found playing five V five is it is a lot more reliant on um, sort of the pair ups that can happen and that can exist. Um, you know, your supports honestly feel like they need to support each other more than they used to. And, you know, as someone who plays primarily support, I'm often finding if I'm Lucio, um, I'm always trying to be aware of where my, uh, whatever it is, partner, I mean, in my rank, it's frequently Moira. Um, so I'm always trying to be conscious of where she is so that I can get heals as well. Hey, Um, isn't she in the front lines all the time anyway? It's it's tough (laughs) when I'm on Lucio, it's me, but, uh, uh, oh, so you and Moira are up there. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's very spacious. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I don't know what else to say about Eichenwald because then we go to Junkertown. And, I mean, Whoa. <laughs> what did you have to remind me? It got even worse. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I... I... So... I, I is, the, is the right word to use. <laughs> I was just hesitant to say anything. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I feel horrible because considering the circumstances that, you know, Toronto is currently dealing with, um, oh. I mean, they got to win, right? So that weekend is really, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. a success, but I don't know if, if Junkertown was just a literal, let's get okay. ourselves. Let's go home. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, their defense wasn't horrible. I mean, right. like, they they made Florida work. Um, and, you know, there was a winning condition, so to speak. Sure. But then, uh, like, you don't get out of spawn on your attack? I mean, I know that's the Vancouver Titans Barely. thing. But <laughs> when did it become the Toronto Defiant thing? Yeah, like this match as a whole probably was their worst this season. I can't remember any game that they played worse than this. Yeah. I mean, your checkmate just hacking with Wild Abandon. Um, so there, you know, the mirror ish existed to some respect, um, mm-hmm. except for although on the Genji and, and the checkmate to Sombra. He did switch um, to Genji as well although, at one point. Yeah, and then actually, sorry, RuPaul was on BAP and Twilight on his mm-hmm. trusty, uh, trusty Anna. But we haven't seen all though in in a while as well, right? I guess it was kind of like a um, adjustment because of the circumstances. Yeah, may, I mean, I that know. could that could, could be, be it. You're right. I mean, nobody played well. I don't want to, you know, single him out. Everyone, everyone played like crap this game, so. I mean, see, see, I'm just, I'm just going back to the replay just to see here how far did Toronto get the payload? Um, forty inches. <laughs> 40, <laughs> meters, just over forty-eight meters. Although, I mean, let's see, I'm, I'm trying to inch back here because it would start to retreat a bit. But yeah, I mean, it, forty-eight thirty-eight is as far as they got it. Yeah, so you have the team kill at 8.4. So it's spawn timer alone means game over at that point, right? Like, yeah. Oh, well. I mean, it didn't work out. Um, 
you go again. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they went again. Um, they took on uh, the Houston Outlaws. And now there's a if match. you were to, well, I mean, if you were to <laughs> choose a match that Toronto were to win, would it have been the Outlaws or would it have been the Mayhem? No, yeah. oh, I freaking chose them to beat the Mayhem. And yeah, this is how they repay me. Well, I mean, I didn't. I chose them to lose against the man because as soon as I saw that they were dealing with yeah. COVID, I'm like, yeah, those are yeah. those are some you know rough cards you've been dealt. I, but but I'm, I'm not struggling. If I had to choose, I would have picked a beat uh, a win over the man. Yeah. Like I honestly felt that that would have been the match they would have prepared for. Yeah. Like there, you know, there's there's a lot to go, and so whatever the heck happened to, to Houston um, over the course of the weekend, who lost not only to the man but to the Toronto Defiant. Um, I guess the outlaws are going to outlaw occasionally. Um, the thing is though, when it got underway on Ilios, what did you think this was going to end up? Nepal. Oh, it got underway on Ilios. You thought it was oh. going to end up Nepal? Yeah. I'm, oh, like, no. uh... I'm, I'm looking at Florida versus Houston. Wrong, wrong match. <laughs> wrong <laughs> Houston match. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, red and pink, they're kind of similar in a <laughs> just, way, but not the same shit. <laughs> yeah. Like at the start there didn't look good either. It, it was scary flashbacks uh, towards whatever happened mm-hmm. on Ilios uh, with Florida against Florida, not that bad, of course. Uh, Finale was back, first of mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into this map, also, I looked at Houston's position on the, on uh, you know the standings, and they couldn't move up or down at that point. Yeah. Maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. But they did try. Merritt looked good. Uh, he was Dante doing his, looked good on the Dante Zarya. looked very nice, even against you know going up against Hadba. Mm-hmm. Um, Charong did have a few good plays, uh, but Houston. You know, they, they persevered Lighthouse. It was pretty close. Well, but okay. If you're Chorong, is the stall worth the trans? Not the trans. No, no. <laughs> he had a nice boop there, but. Uh, yeah. I When when I saw him pop that, I'm like, oh, well, so it's going it, to like, it's going to be like that, huh? Like I. I, I yeah. I, if it was like a, a, like a zero or something like that, or, or I, I mean, I. Again, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I can't imagine that was a ta- like that was anything but a tactical transcendence. Did not look uh, like professional Overwatch to me. <laughs> well, you know, if there was one positive that came out of that, though, is that he pops his trance and then he goes, "Okay, I'm going to get the t- as much time. Okay, I got to get out because my trance is going to disappear." And Merritt popped uh, uh, her alt overclock. So, you know, yeah, I wouldn't have given up the trance, but at least uh, Merritt returned the favor with yeah. Overclock. Drew it out for some odd reason, because right, just to just to end, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Chorong on his retreat. Like, so it confused the opposition. <laughs> Maybe I mean, but but the thing is, is that it it just these are the mistakes that Toronto can't afford to make against good teams. I mean, they can't afford to make it against any team, especially against a good team. And so when we see that happen on, on lighthouse um, and, you know, sort of how lighthouse went, get on to ruin. And, you know, Dante's running around with like a 200 average energy. (laughs) I mean, it felt like that. Like he, he did Dante die on ruins. (laughs) 
Mm, I'm watching, I'm watching it back right now. I'll let you know if I see him show up in the kill feed. Because <laughs> they did like crawl back. Yeah, Toronto did it at some point, but mm. yeah, they came out earlier, better. But uh, it's it's a good question. I don't remember. There's this match overall, like with the exception of Ilios, where I think Houston was obviously a, a clear winner and even still it was pretty back and forth like on ruins right now i'm looking and toronto's at 70 percent um and houston is climbing they they were at 30 odd um with the exception of ilios though i think you could pull almost any clip from this match and ask someone to pick who wins and they would probably say houston i didn't really think this was a clean win from toronto despite what the scoreboard said um you know, there were a couple times where, yeah, Toronto popped off and things like that. But, like, if you look at, I mean, spoilers for a couple of rounds from now, Coliseo, it was so strange. And it was the kind of turnaround that we just have not seen all season. <clears throat> you know, like, it was such a strange match. And I just, I didn't feel confident in Toronto at any point, despite their lead that they, they eventually took. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll, I agree with you. Like, you can say that about Kings or you can say that about Dorado for sure. Yeah, Yeah, there are a lot of points there that it could have gone either way. Um, But uh, oddly enough, every time there was a different reason why it went. Totally. uh, For Toronto. Yeah. 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 For odd match. It was. Yeah, I mean, for so yeah, taking Ilios, like, I felt like, oh, here's another three overwatch. (laughs) Right. Like that's just how it felt. Like it was very similar to what we saw against the man. Um, so when Kings roll, the mid season was at, you know, at a risk of, of, you know, not, not being a thing anymore. So, yeah. So real odds. (laughs) Get on the Kings row and uh, Toronto defiant have an efficient attack. Mm -hmm. It wasn't epic, but it was efficient. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they start escorting, Efficiently. I mean, I, I, I think I use that, that adjective. Wow, would maybe. you say they were efficient? You know. I would say they were effective. Oh, wow. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Better than I mean, it, it did take them uh, all of uh, their time bank to ta- to, to cap the it point. Did. Just okay. because of, uh, Nay, you know, uh, Twilight had a clutch nade, yeah. a two-man nade that allowed him to get it. They could have not gotten it at all. Yeah. At that point, and then and then what happens? But they do become very fast. They snowball all the way to, mm-hmm. you know, to, to to the end of the map. But they, you know, sometimes well, considering their abysmal start, <laughs> it's a good result. Yeah. Well, no, so. and that, the reason I say efficient is that I mean, when you see Toronto take that point, they've set mm-hmm. themselves up for a snowball. I mean, if there's one thing we know about hybrid, you if you can snowball that capture into your escort, you're almost given that second point. And that, that's really I, what happened. Agree? I don't remember them playing me. <laughs> yeah, gosh, it's going to be that kind of episode if you didn't already know. But obviously you do because you've made it this far. <laughs> it's the air. It's very bad. It's, mm. It affects my, you know, my brain cells. Yeah. Um, but I feel <clears throat> that... <laughs> As much as, you know, Toronto got themselves some pretty solid progress, how is it that Houston stalled so badly on their attack? Yeah. No, nobody has an it's, answer it's, to that. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's an answer that you, you can, like, 
point to 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 that as 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 the answer. But Toronto uh, all season long had this, you know, ha- has those phases where they can act absolutely uh, hold out the clock a lot, and and the top place would be that that point in in uh, Kings Row in the third phase indoors. Somehow they like even if they played like garbage in the first phase and second phase. Once you get indoors, they for some reason play really really well and all down the fort really really strong mm-hmm. and um, maybe that's kind of like a pattern because I, I i remember multiple occasions where where they have done that so maybe that was uh it's not an answer but there is certainly more evidence to the question or the answer you're you're uh sure. looking for no i guess i mean <clears throat> but like if you compare the the approach so toronto was efficient yeah they took them all all the clock to capture they were able to get to, I think, point two with just about a minute, minute less, yeah. a minute to roll through. Um, and then spawn advantage is what allowed the Houston outlaws to ultimately stop uh, that, that complete capture. Sure. Uh, dis- despite, I think, was it at this point where uh, Finale had like a 3K just with dashes alone? Mm. Um, leading up to this, I think, at one point, like it was. Hakpa had some really sick plays as well. Uh, there's a part in that. That final stretch where he gets like I think a three or four k. Um, yeah. I don't even think there was a grab. He just must have been high alt charge or high high energy charge, and he just kind of ripped through them. Um, yeah. It was again like you know, just more evidence to what I was saying. Like you show a lot of the highlights of this match, and and it looks like Houston's winning or Houston's doing much better. Like they went on to the second phase with literally almost five minutes in the bank. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, this is where, like, for me, it was a, a weird, weird approach that Toronto took, mm-hmm. where they had both supports up at the sort of that top shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. had uh, a BAP window. And so, okay, you can dish out and potentially amplify your heels, but you're not contributing on the ground and therefore when the cap occurs oh well, guess what yeah. you're coming from the way back spawn <laughs> at this point mm-hmm. uh, and you've staggered like mm-hmm. if you're going to go and take that type of defensive approach and it's not going well you you roll it back right like anyhow i yeah i mean jordan you're right was, i'm just looking around 457 mm-hmm. when uh, the payload yeah, starts rolling incredible. out the doors yeah. like it, i mean i'm i don't recall what the casters were saying but i'm sure they thought at that point that houston had it in the bag especially with how houston performed on the first uh on the first map but also on the first point like just in terms of capturing a like they're probably looking at that thinking wow they have five minutes like this is another 3-0 on uh, against toronto and I don't know. Toronto yeah. pulls it out. Yeah, like they. <laughs> so they've they're rolling up to the second point here with two fourteen on the clock. So that's what another uh, minute thirty on top of that. So mm-hmm. again, close to five minutes to match Toronto, whereas Toronto had like a minute, um, ish, right? Yeah. And Houston then outlawed. <laughs> I mean, Hisu made the, Hisu, I felt made, um, was it, 
he was actually was he on uh, what's her name the entire match sojourn sojourn i think so was he okay yeah on defense he is too i had to go back and check i was wondering if he had sombered it up but i felt like he finally got his not sight lines but he had the height advantage definitively and he was able to then pressure um merit much more effectively um on the inner inside but it felt me, to me that more like Houston fell apart than really Toronto did anything. Yeah, that could be fair. You know, that, that shut them down. And I, again, I feel horrible when I say I, you know, Toronto didn't win, Houston lost. <laughs> but sometimes it'd be that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the fact is, like, we've, we've all said we went into this weekend, um, not undervaluing Toronto in a sense of, of not appreciating them, but, but not thinking they were going to do super well because we knew about the, um, the actual, you know, physical struggles that they were having. Uh, he confirmed he had COVID and outside of that, they said three other people in the org. So we don't know who mm-hmm. that could be. It could have literally been Hotpa and twilight, uh, or it could have been, you know, a social media manager who doesn't actually come in contact with the team who knows but we all said that you know toronto's going to struggle this weekend and certainly houston would be the match that they would probably struggle more on um so when they lost to florida i think it did not bode well for for this houston match um mm-hmm. but it's always houston especially in, in the fashion that they had lost it yeah true it was a speed run like yeah. You know, not just a three zero. It was smacking was uh, a laid down on them. That's right. But if if there was a positive take out of King's Row, <laughs> is it seem to show Toronto how to defend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Right, like, and I, I mean, going into Dorado. I mean, in fairness, Houston had first attack here, um, so. Toronto knew what they needed to get to. Um, but I mean, uh, how long did it take for, for Houston to get under the archway? Do you recall? Um, I just had it up. So let me, let me go back. I, th- I want to say they only had like a minute left. Yeah. They, have, they didn't have, they are just under it with about a minute 15, but the cart's moving okay. backwards. At 30 seconds, they are finally starting to progress forwards. So they they were approaching that door and already in overtime before it was even, uh, it, it was 4.17 meters away from the checkpoint when they were already mm-hmm. in overtime. Um, and there was the, there was this amazing dance between Finale and Pelican with uh, you know <laughs> classic Genji versus Tracer. The one v one, yeah, um, right on the cart, and and man, he was lucky because I I think like uh, Pelican had almost half of his HP yeah. already down. Yep, the finale was low. Like he again, yeah, you know, I just had it up, and no, Pelican was they both they both were. But oh finale, yeah, at the end, uh, he had like three HP. Yeah, and and they just yeah. back and Oof. forth, and and ultimately, uh, finale gets Sweaty a lucky palms. lucky shot there, I think, and you know, it's all over. Yeah, they clean up, but uh, you know they they hold them short, which is something we've seen. I want to say mm-hmm. far too many times this season on on this particular map, where you struggle to get to the fountain, and then 
you see the other team have similar struggles. Um, thankfully for Toronto, um, n- not as much. I mean, the Toronto uh, attack here, you know, was was much more dominant. Um, I mean, they had what like two and a half minutes to get it from Arch to Fountain. Um, Hot Buzz running around at this point with, you know, 200 energy. He's, he's learned that, uh, an overpowered Zarya is a dominant, uh, uh, hero to have. You have Dante returning the favor going on the diva, um, which as we talked about earlier, matchup wise, weird, mm-hmm. you know, not that Houston would, but do you think they might've experimented a bit with the Dawn tank? Yeah, it's possible they were trying out some different strategies. Um, yeah. I mean, if we look at, you know, past metas, Dante is not traditionally a Zarya player, right? He's excelled at the Doomfist. Um, he, if I recall, I think he was playing Junker Queen for them in the, yeah, he pretty was in well. Showdown. Um, but, you know, I think we even have seen a little bit of D.Va from him. D.Va hasn't been super meta until, until now being a little more viable. Um, mm-hmm. But he, he hasn't been a Zarya player, right? So it is definitely possible uh, that they were playing around a little bit, you know, uh, maybe trying to allow him more, quote-unquote, practice time against a team yeah. that they were, you know, confident they could win against, but ultimately didn't need to win against because, you know, like we say, didn't matter where Toronto finished in the standings to Houston because Houston was already locked up uh, in mm-hmm. whatever yeah, they, they ended move. fourth, fifth, something like that. Fourth. fourth, yeah. Oh yeah, ahead of Atlanta. So, so yeah, uh, it's it's certainly possible that that was happening. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, I, I again, I you know, Toronto did what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. And actually, having got that win on Dorado, I was now much more confident that Toronto had turned a page <laughs> and would find a way to to clutch it out, whether it be on Coliseo or Busan. I don't know. Yeah, um, Cer- but you know, certainly oh. didn't look like Coliseo was going to go their way for quite a while there. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? It's it's totally easy to get the robot to go back from pretty much the first butt scratch and then get the butt scratch yourself. Is it not? Uh, actually, I don't know if he got quite to the butt scratch, but he got. He was pretty darn close. Is he? It. They got eighty-seven point seven eight meters before Toronto managed to take it back and make any progress. Yeah. It was and and that was only in about two minutes. So by all means, they had plenty of time, but that is in most cases, an insurmountable distance for them to recover. And they did it. Yeah, it was an odd one. Like, you know how hard it is to to basically win those fights in a row? And normally, if you do see a comeback from such a distance, that's what you have to do. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't even say that was the case. They just ate at that, you know, uh, progress that mm-hmm. Houston achieved little by little, little by little, little by little. And finally, they became really clutch, really tight in terms of what alts they used mm-hmm. and how much they really committed. And just played almost a perfect uh, comeback, yeah. you know, map. And, and it's something that's pretty rare to see from Toronto at, at this uh, occasion, at the end of this mad game and the one that they had before they played absolutely out of their minds mm-hmm. and i really uh commend them for the 
huge brain strat at the end there where they sent a nano hotbot to, to <laughs> spawn camp, you know, the response from Houston. And at the at the same time, they had like another fight going on around the robot, and it was pretty pretty impressive and exciting. Yeah, this this match actually was, like I say, I certainly thought Houston was steamrolling them. Um, and even once Toronto started to make progress, you did see that the bot kept coming back to that starting area. Well, and I was Houston say, was just kind of like we're just going to play in the neutral because they already had yeah. such a lead; they didn't have to worry. Yeah. But then, like you say, uh, Alex, they were just whittling away making a little bit of progress and a little bit of progress and they would win one fight and then you know the bot would come back a little bit and then they'd maybe lose the bot would go back a bit but then they'd win two and it was just this constant back and forth honestly watching this match was kind of like textbook this is how you make the comeback right you you take the the fights where um you know you take them slowly you win it when you need to but you don't push for that progress. Cause I think that's often what bites teams in the butt is when they're really pushing for that progress and they're sticking to it. But, um, Toronto was able to, like you say, split up at times, even just to apply a little extra pressure. Um, yeah. and, and ultimately, I mean, it worked out great for them. Yeah. So to the point that you raised about sort of this neutral zone fight, like we were seeing the type of fight you would normally see at the start of a match between two evenly balanced teams where a, a pick doesn't necessarily translate to progress. And it was sort of back and forth. Yeah. The bot was sort of moving or speed walking as he does, but it, there wasn't any definitive gain. The whittle away part though. I mean, yeah, Toronto did whittle away. But, you know, they they last got progress with about a minute mm -hmm. and they lose a team fight. And um, I want to say they were I mean, they were, they were in spitting distance, but it felt at that point, OK. You know, it's going to go back to neutral zone. Mm -hmm. Houston's just going to go and clog it up. Mm -hmm. um, I think Toronto had alt advantage, if memory serves me correct, like but regardless, it's just sort of how that felt. So, you know, to Toronto's credit, they they win the, the subsequent fight in the, the neutral zone. And then that leads into now this efficient spawn camp that made it just outright difficult mm -hmm. for, for Houston to, to re-engage. Or if they were to try to re-engage, it cost them so dearly. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and it also like it, it boxed them in. And I think a part of that is you know, because of the map design of Coliseo, right? It allowed half of the team or, or three out of five of the team members to hang back around the point so that they had a good defense and control of it. Well, uh, Hotba and I don't remember who else, but pushed in and kind of blocked off that sort of, uh, that entryway to the bridge where, uh, the, the bot was pushing under and around. Um, and I think it was honestly, I think it was just that map control that really won it for them. If Hotba had gone down quicker, um, if he uh, hadn't gone over there, if they had grouped up strictly on the point, I think we could have seen a different result, right? It could have ended there with, with Houston taking that win. Yeah. So I'm actually, I've just got to that point here in that last fight. Mm -hmm. So Hotba is on his own yep. at spawn engaging... <laughs> freelancing uh, like well i mean it, he's he's tossed a, uh by the looks of things he's tossed his grav mm -hmm. at the door like or the stairs um he's he's got creative engaged um it looks like merit 
no, no, Merritt's attacking here. So I'm trying to think who that is coming out of out of spawn right now. Uh, hero character, but but the rest of the Defiant are just supporting each other. Hot Buzz, yeah, out there freelancing, like, but well, doing it so effectively that he is he has created a stagger on his own. And the other thing that's super impressive about this play is actually if you watch the ult percentage that Toronto has, Hotba builds 50% of his ult in about 30 seconds. <laughs> and he gets nanoed at the very end of it, but he's very close. And Twilight actually builds his ult from 0 to 100% in a little over a minute. And that's how he's able to then give Hotba that little extra boost, and Hotba's the one that pushes mm-hmm. in and ultimately... Uh, like I say, I think it's that map control. It's it's knowing, hey, if I push forward and if I can last long enough, I'm going to delay them just long enough and maybe take one of them out that we can have the advantage here and win it. So yeah. it was impressive, honestly, the the way this match ended. Yeah. But no, I mean this is this is the this is the glimpse of what a good Toronto can do, totally. where they've got the confidence, they play with this sort of foot forward swagger, um, which potentially could bode well, presuming they're healthy uh, when they take on the Washington justice this weekend. So as we already talked about the Toronto defiant finished uh, the season in the well, middle of the pack ish. I mean, they're not really in the middle because, well, I guess they are, but in the context of the postseason, they're at the bottom. They're in the play-ins. Unfortunately, they didn't have a good stage and they went from being in the driver's seat to almost being in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Um, the Washington Justice um, arguably didn't do much better. Um, but, you know, Jordan, I think you were the person that pointed out these two teams are very similar. Mm-hmm. So how the uh, play-ins work. Uh, you have the matchups uh, between um, the four teams. So Washington, Toronto, and Boston. Florida. Florida, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And then the winner of those two matches play each other. The winner of that match playoffs. Is it the loser of that plays the winner of the loser on it's double knockout. And, and that, that team will also go to playoffs, correct? Correct. Okay. So two teams make it out from play-ins into playoffs. Got it. Right. The first team, essentially, if you win two, you're in. So two wins gets you to the playoffs. Right. That's two losses. You're out. Mm-hmm. And so the only match that, you know, I all that interested in is the Toronto Washington match because I feel that Toronto can't afford to lose and go summer showdown like into the end of the playoffs. Agreed? I would agree. Yeah. Like I, I would not want to be playing either the mayhem, mm-hmm. right? Nor would I want to play the uprising. Yeah. Granted, Toronto beat the mayhem in the losers bracket of the summer showdown, but completely different. different. Well, no, I mean, this, the, the other, I, 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 I think I vented about this, uh, in our first season of the show, but the addition of heroes into the postseason, mm-hmm. I agree. Like it's the equivalent it, of it, signing decay on a 30 day contract going into the playoffs. Unfair ooh, is what it is. Scary. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, as it stands, Washington, Toronto. If Toronto is healthy, mm-hmm. I give the edge to Toronto. If Toronto is not healthy, do they still stand a chance in your mind? 
<laughs> he scratches his th- head. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think in my mind, you got, you got play you got playoff decay. I know. Who, yeah, you know, exists as long as Roadhog's not meta. <laughs> I won't stand for that again with Washington. Um, in in my mind, there are three teams here that could all do well, and Washington is not one of them. Really? Yes. I I do not put any any faith in Washington. Um, whereas I think all three of the other teams can be a threat. Um, yeah. Boston, I think is, 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 uh, riding the winds of change right now. And I think they, they have a fire under their butts. Um, Toronto is the team that I worry the most about showing up. I think Toronto can beat Washington on almost any given day, even when they're performing well, as long as Toronto's performing okay as well. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I want to be drinking <laughs> that same flavor of Kool-Aid you've got there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just not as maybe down on Washington. Like I just feel Washington and Toronto are are probably the best matchup of these two playing matches really? to start off. Interesting. Like I feel I feel Boston beats Florida. Oh, interesting. I don't. Um I don't, but I but I do think Boston right now is is well, doing well and and not a team I would Bo- want to go against. Well, no, but the, the the other thing to consider though is that Boston's Boston is the team whose record suffered from decisions made earlier in the season. The moment that those decisions were reversed ish, I know not completely. Yeah. Look at what, look at the team that is playing. I, I don't know if it's fair to say that Florida is just truly the better team. I just feel that Boston's, they, they can play the undercard, uh, underdog card. They, they got everything going for them. Um, the heroes that have been in meta, we know punk can play. And Kiriko, yeah, who knows? I mean, that, the, that's the big wild card. But I, I feel that Boston comes out of that match. Um, I want Toronto. I see them beating Washington. I don't know if Toronto beats Boston, but I could have them beat whomever comes out of the Florida Washington once they sort of get that that sniff of what the playoffs will be. But right, it it honestly it's. I mean, it's that, uh, whatever it is, 10 to 10, 9, 8, 7 positions in the standings, right? They're all there for a reason. They're all there because they were relatively evenly matched. Um, Boston yeah. was the only one that was close to falling into that bottom three. And even at that, um, they weren't that close. You know, there was a pretty pretty definitive i think tier gap between the bottom three teams in vancouver paris and new york and then the positions above them uh being these four teams and then there was a pretty maybe not as clear of a gap between uh the next group of of teams being that uh that six five and maybe fourth position um but ultimately these four teams like 
honestly, you could flip a coin. It's going to come down to meta. Yeah. It's going to come down to who pops off. It's going to come down to, uh, you know, who can play their comfort picks. It's going to come down to map awareness and which maps teams are strong at. Like, I think these could be some of the most competitive matches that we've seen. Yeah. And everything is on the line, right? This is yeah. what they've been playing for. The other side of that is I could see one or two of these teams absolutely pooping the bed and it just being a blowout, <laughs> right? I was just about to say that and and add, you know, the fire of, of a new patch, new things that, you know, are getting introduced. In this play-in, we, are we going to see Kiriko already introduced? Well, I so Kiriko's definitely in the playoffs. Yeah. Is she in the playoff play-ins? I actually, I don't know. I presume she would be. Yeah, it should be. Like, it's, it's and, the beginning of a new phase in a way. So. Yeah, no, and I want to say, okay, so I saw Adam share a comment. Um, I saw Yeah, so well. he, he says, tough split, not going to lie. If we can get past this meta, I think we're looking better under the playoff patch. In any case, we are 12 okay. and 12, 12, 12 and better than last season, hopefully moving in the right direction at the right time. So, so this is interesting. If we can get past this meta. <clears throat> so is he saying if this meta can, if we can overcome this meta and make it into the Kiriko meta, or is he saying if we can adapt to Kiriko joining the meta, basically? Well, but he says, he, he continues this. It says, if we can get past this meta, okay, which is statement on its own i think we're looking better under the playoff patch so the season's done there are no more matches for a regular season so are you to me you're past if this meta is shifting to kiriko you've passed it you've gotten past it you're, yeah. you've moved on you're you've, you've made this declaration i think we're looking better under the playoff patch the playoff patch is kiriko yeah yeah mm -hmm. so so maybe he is saying then that it's it's all up from here. Everything's coming up Millhouse, except I recently learned that that is not what that phrase means. So, no, no, it's actually a bad thing. <laughs> huh. Anyhow, um, I'm I'm going to give the Toronto three two in the the first first match in the in the first match. Yeah, I agree. I'll give him the three one. Um, who do we have them playing, uh, in the, uh, the first winner's match? The first winner's match will be at, uh, at 12 PM or so I should actually talk about that. Uh, if you wanted to watch the Toronto defiant, uh, take on the Washington justice, it'll be four 30 Eastern on Friday, one 30 PM civic. Uh, the winners then play on, uh, the Saturday at noon Pacific, 3 PM Eastern, mm -hmm. followed by the first losers match, which is at 4 30 PM Eastern, 1 30 Pacific. And then the subsequent, um, last one in match at, uh, six Eastern, three Pacific on Saturday. But, uh, who do you have, uh, Toronto playing on Saturday? Florida. I'm saying Boston. I can't give you a score. I'm just I'm 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 liking what the uprising are throwing out. Man, they went four and two in the countdown cup countdown cup qualifiers. Wow, good for them. It, this that's this is the thing is I I honestly feel <laughs> if they were to have done what they did here, mm -hmm. they like they made changes that got Punk back into the lineup 
far too late mm-hmm. in the summer showdown. That's for sure. And if, if you think back to when that transition occurred, the team suddenly looked completely different. Four and two? This um, yeah. stage? Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. They beat the Eternal. I was waiting for this. The NYX Celsius. Mm-hmm. Two easy wins. Three one. Uh, easy wins, and those were three ones. They lost three one to the Glads. Okay. okay. They lost three two to the Washington Jas- Justice, Ooh. who I believe is the weakest team out of the four remaining teams. I agree. Uh, they three oh the Florida Mayhem though. Okay. And three one the Houston Outlaws at the start, and that's that was when when the weirdness uh, occurred. And so uh, the thing those. That's why this is so tough because the two teams that you beat there that that may have been a tough opponent were Florida and Houston, both teams that Toronto has had success against but has also failed against, right? Like that's that's why this is so difficult. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Florida. Do you have Toronto beating Florida? I have Toronto beating Boston. I would agree well, with Toronto they, beating Boston. I don't know if they beat yes. Florida. So, I certainly hope they would. Um, but if they don't beat so because if both of you have Florida going through, uh-huh. and you have them both losing to Florida, who do you have out of Boston, Washington? I'm going to presume Jordan's got Boston. I do because I hate Washington, but right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think Boston, everything you've said, I, I like Boston. I think they look good. I think Washington, Washington looks less consistent and like um, more unstable would be a good way to put it. I think Boston yeah. has sorted out their issues for the most part and looks like they have their act together and they know what they want to play. Whereas Washington, I don't what? feel that way about Wash. Wash. What's the equivalent for 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 Toronto? It's like Toronto, 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 Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> yeah. So I think if if we end up with Florida against Toronto and Toronto loses, I think Toronto can beat whoever they're playing against in the losers bracket. Okay. I think we got Florida, Florida Toronto man. coming out of this. <laughs> the Florida man aspect is always uh, a threat. Hmm. I don't know, man. It's, it's uh, these plans got us all bricked up. <laughs> Just like start of the season. That's right. Book goes I'm gonna take Defiant coming out and mayhem, uh, but I'm I don't know. I I do think that they're gonna play in the winners match there. Um, wow. We own. Yeah, that's that's the difficulty. Right? I'll say I'll say Toronto. Okay, this, this there we go. Over over the mayhem. This all comes back here to first. all four of these teams being so so un, unknown and such so mid. such mid teams. Honestly, like just they're yeah. all very even, and it's so tough mm-hmm. to predict. You see, like teams like uh, Glads, uh, you know, Shock. They they bussin, but uh, these guys they very beat. No 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 cap. Right, that's what the kids say. Something like that. I'm too old, though. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyhow, we'll either be quite happy next week to talk about the Toronto Defiant going into the playoffs, down to uh, 
California, or we'll be unhappy in talking about uh, what all went uh, wrong. Um, one thing that did go wrong for the Toronto Defiant, uh, their uh, their staff lost to the Vancouver Titans staff in the staff match. That happened tonight. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, so, I mean, moments. hopefully it's not a harbinger of uh, doom. I didn't, I didn't see much of it. I, I sort of flipped it on, but uh, at one point, but it wasn't all that engaged. Uh, that's not a knock against them doing this for the community, and I'm all for that. But uh, someone in Titans Court was saying that uh, a, a Titan staff member went all aspire at one point. So, mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. can they sign him? Maybe for next season. Hmm. Anyway, uh, we will uh, take ourselves a short break before we go and uh, dive into the fray. So as we look at the week that was, uh, it was sort of two different worlds, um, so to speak. You had what was going on in NA, and then you had what was going on out east. What was going on out east is what's going to happen out west this weekend, because, again, fewer teams need to travel, all that jazz. Um, But uh, I'm going to simplify this by simply saying here's what happened in the west to wrap up the season here's what happened in east to figure out who's going into uh the postseason so kicking things off were the london spitfire three overwatching new york excelsior the san francisco shock three overwatching the paris eternal the florida mayhem three overwatching the toronto defiant for a whole day of friday three overwatch on saturday the san francisco shock squeaked by the london spitfire three two the Boston Uprising 3 1 the New York Excelsior, the Florida Man 3 1 Houston Outlaws, and then on Sunday, with the Uprising beat the Paris Eternal 3 1, the Toronto Defiant beat the Outlaws 3 1. That wrapped up the regular season in the West. In the East, for their Countdown Cup play ins, you had uh, three teams. Uh, you had the Chengdu Hunters and the Guangzhou Charge. So the first match of the day had the Chengdu Hunters taking on the Guangzhou Charge. And beating them 3-2. And that meant the winner, Chengdu, got to play Hong Zhao, who beat them 3 Overwatch. Well, when did this happen? Uh, Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> no pickems, no nothing. They're like... No, they aren't. I really, wanna, I really wanted to watch these matches, and unfortunately I couldn't. But, hmm. oh well. <laughs> but uh, what that means is that... Uh, Hong Zhao is the team out of the East that gets to make the trip to uh, to California, uh, along with, uh, who else was it there? Seoul, Shanghai, and Philly. So essentially, the usual suspects. one, two, three, and four mm-hmm. um, are, are finding themselves booking uh, airfare or airline tickets. Um, now, we already sort of talked about what's going to be happening this weekend uh, in the West and two teams will be joining the fuel shock glads outlaws and rain as they are all locked in. Um, and uh, actually the spitfire too. Yeah. Mm, you Sorry, forgot about almost them forgot about the spitfire in our power rankings. We all put them 20th. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I did not prognosticate that, uh, you know, 
I thought it was, you know, we're the, the 20th is thing. like the, the most powerful team is the 20th. No, that's right. what I thought. Yeah, that's why Vancouver was yeah. 19th. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's hometown uh, team. Um, matches of the week. I, again, watch the ones that Toronto were in. Um, Pickums. <laughs> so uh, Pickums is done, I think. Um uh, there's still playoffs, I think. No, no, uh, not according yeah. to their <coughs> website. I mean, it, it's really like so. It has countdown cup and playoffs, but the website has nothing for playoffs other than yeah. sort of what with the crystal ball. Um, the West Region Week Four for me, I got 11 points. Um, Toronto and Houston uh, did me a solid by costing me a bunch of points, and. Uh, the fact that I thought the Spitfire would beat the Shock hurt me too. <laughs> the only matches I lost on were <clears> both <throat> Houston matches. Every other match I mm. got points. So I got 14 total. Mm. I got 13 points lost on both of the Defiant matches and the Houston Mayhem match was the complete opposite uh, 3-1-1-3 as well. Yeah. Switcheroony there, so... Other than that, I did pretty well, you know, outside of the egregious mistakes. I, you know, I, I did very well. You know, the, the ones that weren't red were actually green. Very nice. <laughs> I, I actually nailed that uh, shock against London 3 2. Oh, really? me too. That's, uh, I, I also nailed that one. That one and the Boston beating Excelsior 3 1. Boston Excelsior. Oh, I had it as a 3 2. I got, I got oh, and, Boston and Paris exactly correct. 3 1. And I I was able to you know giga brain pre- predict the three zero for the shock on the eternal. I know I know I'm not Nostradamus here. I gave the eternal a map. I did too. <laughs> you gave them a map? No I way. Did, too. I did, did you? <laughs> and, uh, wow. That had everything to do with the way the shock had <laughs> been playing the stage. Agreed. Man, that was... they could have gone up there with four players and still gotten the three zero. <laughs> no, I felt like. I, when, okay, let's be honest. I had London beating the Shock. Okay, so yeah, you had no faith in Shock. No, none whatsoever. <laughs> Anyhow, I, I only got three out of the Boston uprising <laughs> beating the New York Excelsior. So, did you get no points uh, for the Crystal Ball picks? Uh, well, yet, right? Because it's technically not locked in who's in the playoffs yet. Yeah, I imagine plans have to oh, finish first. Okay, but, okay, okay, okay. Because some yeah. some people may have still predicted, you know. Florida, Washington, Toronto, and or the Titans, the you know, Boston. yeah, or but, the Titans, yeah, totally the Titans. Um, <laughs> Samson, definitely. Uh, in the RSP, uh, you know, uh, leaderboard for the stage, Kevin Liu had 108 points ahead of uh, Jordan Air at 105. Omni, you came in four uh, for the stage at 94 points. But when we look at the course of the entire season, um, let me take that filter off here. Thank you. Uh, Kevin Liu, 542. KOJ, 519. Omni in third with 501. Followed by Jordan at 490 and me at 470. Survived. (laughs) But, uh, and then I mean, there's, there will be adjustment with Crystal Ball, but I can't imagine those at the top of the leaderboard did anything but, oh, I know these teams are in. They've already locked in. Let me Mm -hmm. lock them. Like it wasn't a stage thing. It was who makes the playoffs thing. So, uh, yeah. Anywho, um, you guys see that, uh, you know, dev update that came out about, uh, some preliminary, you know, observations about uh, Overwatch Mm -hmm, 2. 
So if for some reason you, our listener, haven't, um, long and <laughs> short of it, um, Hero Balance, the devs are really happy with what they're seeing, save for Zarya in Total Mayhem, which I'm guessing is a thing you need to fix. Literally I mean, unlimited uh, Yeah, it never stops. <laughs> So, oh, okay. I, I've not been in Total Mayhem, even though it's like one of the, it's it's always actually. Always. Remember how you go get like Winston with the first bubble and, but but still you can walk into that. You can do some damage. Yeah. She literally can like. Well, because. Always well, I guess bubble. Because the yeah, there's two. They? Yeah. So, yeah, so but the two bubbles, yeah. you're, you're earning back one while the, the first one is, yeah. You okay. basically just keep hammering that that bubble button yeah. and shift the shift gotta, button. Gotta, i was gonna say l1 because that's what it is on controller but yeah. l1 i i i <laughs> for a moment had forgotten about the second bubble yeah that's why it's like why why do you have yeah. to patch it no two bubbles that yeah she's i've she's i've actually been playing a lot of uh tank lately i'm i'm having a lot of fun with it mm-hmm. and i think it's in part because zarya is a little overpowered right now so sorry do they have do they have a uh, genji on tank not yet. He needs a bigger blade. So sorry, I'm I'm not playing that. I'm sorry. The um speaking of tanks, um the apparently the scuttlebutt in the community is Diva's OP, but then mm-hmm. based on the numbers that they're seeing, Reinhardt Sigma Zarya are currently in the lead for competition. No, I, I believe the you know, the the reactions online way before I look at numbers. Who needs numbers? <laughs> she feels OP. Uh and that's how it is. Yeah. Um <laughs> They they also are wondering if maybe uh, Junker Queen had been nerfed a little too much, mm-hmm. but not too concerned. But they are mm-hmm. believing that maybe Doom got smacked around a little too much, and they're gonna they're gonna pay attention as they go into season two. And this is the new thing: we're not going to see these attention. balances nice. happen frequently. They are going to be seasonal adjustments, and yeah. we are seeing stats. Um, if if you spam the hot cocoa line, then you uh, mm. definitely get a boost. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Genji was through the roof, but now Genji has come back to Earth uh, as to gameplay. Um, Sojourn uh, was very popular, but apparently has come down to uh, Sombra. Apparently, is starting to move up the the charts. Um, they've they're watching Sim and Torb. And they're seeing that Sim and Torb's win rates are gradually increasing and are now showing the highest win rates at some ranks. Oh, no. I would be curious what ranks they're seeing Sim and Torb wins at because I'm pretty sure it's not anything known as not bronze. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. There are some uh, bronze players over here, so me i'm i'm the guy i'm I'm in bronze too i i'm not playing competitive but i'm out there getting hammer kills still because you should (laughs) you you should understand that i played so much torb i i did not get like i did not get another ranking update since the 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 update uh i barely played at all so I, i will let you know if i'm in on that boost i hope i am because uh yeah yeah. You know, I'm, 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 you know, a gold player, a plat player, bronze. I, I can climb out there, I, I think, but who knows, really? More Torb. More um, Torb, yeah, that's what I'll do. And then apparently supports <laughs> are in a good place. Kariko had, like, you know, instant pick. Um, I've seen her a lot, but their metrics are saying that she's now, you know, middle of the pack. 
Um, she's tricky to learn a little bit, I'd say. Well, she's not easy From, at all. Yeah. Like, it's, like you think, you know, the that sort of teleport, um, you can get yourself into a whole lot it's of bad, so, bad places yeah. very quick. Um, no, no other hero really has that, and, and you don't necessarily know yeah. how bad it is until you're there. Um, yeah, it's risky as hell, right? I mean, and her her invulnerability, like the timing on that needs to be just right. I've seen most just use it for status effects, um, such as, oh, mm. hey, we don't want to be in this grav anymore. Mm-hmm. Or we got naded. Yeah. Yeah. The nade, like the nade clear frustrates me because I play a lot of Anna. Mm-hmm. But when I saw the whole like, oh, yeah, we got a 5K grav. Oh, no, they're not in the grav no more. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, I I've, Like it's like mm-hmm. that. It's like, well, there goes that all. Might as well have a diva out there eating it. Do, does it also clear um, uh, Blizzard? It might. I don't know. Because to me, uh, but it ha- like, but the thing about Blizzard is like you're you're apart, right? Yeah. Because the the invul you have to if they hit the ground if, with it. If it does clear Blizzard, they should rename it to Microsoft. Um. Yeah. Other things that'll be happening, maps will be rotating in and out on a seasonal basis. Um, and then, you know how they had talked about we're going to see all the different lighting, like evening and daytime oh, and all that? We will, just not in, not on a, like, like you won't get Ilios day and Ilios night yeah. in a season. Mm-hmm. You'll get one or the other. That's so silly. I mean, I'm, I'm just, all these maps are orange for some freaking reason, like. King's Row is orange. Uh, uh, Ilios is orange now. It kind of it's going to be a new character. Looks like coming. a mess. It's going to be a giant yeah. orange with a face like that. Um, Garfield. Garfield. You can blend into the environment. Throw lasagna. You better have a voice opponents. line that says "I hate Mondays." Yeah. <laughs> They've also said though, like Rialto, when it comes back for season two, is going to have some subtle cover adjustments. Oh. So they're making um, tweaks to the map design <laughs> when they rotate out. So mm-hmm. could be cool. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, beyond that, uh, if you happen to be in bronze and you're like, I should be better. Um, that's because they had a bug where it didn't matter how good you were. You're bronze five. Uh, they'll, they fixed it. You'll just not see that fixed go in uh, until you I, I go knew up I, a level. Be, I knew I belonged in GM five or GM three. Can you, can, can you imagine though? Like there are, if the bug is, as they've defined it, you know, so expansive, Holy smokes, how many people in competitive right now are just melting the noobs? <laughs> it just placed everyone in bronze five and now they're maybe right. this is You're... maybe this is the se- is secret uh um first player experience or new player experience that they've implemented without telling first, anyone. For yeah. the FTE, the first time experience first time user experience. First time, first time, experience, experience, yeah. Yeah. First um, time explosion. You know, sp- speaking of first time ex- uh, experience, we were talking about this before we hit record. Hold on, but I hold had on. Um, is, is this PG? first time experience it is, it is oh, okay it is, just make sure just make sure it is pg <laughs> it is pg i mean it is but it might it, 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 it could transition away um so schmidt store a uh, friend of the show he and i were paired up playing and uh, we're just doing you know flex uh in uh, roll queue and we're on king's row attack and we have someone who as we joined the match is already like they're they're winston yeah cool i mean you can see some dive on on this map. It's not unheard of. Why not? Why not play monkey? 
Hey, yeah. Haven't you ever wanted a monkey? Um, Embrace monkey. Exactly. So I, I chose uh, Anna, and uh, I want to say he ended up getting in Inflex uh, DPS uh, Schmidstorm. But regardless, we had a monkey. And then our other support was a uh, pick your support hero. Um, because every time they died, out came a new support hero, uh, which is an interesting approach. Well, that's what you do in Overwatch, right? You 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 switch characters and strategize. True. So <laughs> so here we are. We're stuck in the choke, and I, I, I we haven't we haven't been able to push quite yet. I mean, in fairness, I mean, I'm not going to be leading the charge, um, and I'm having a, a tough time trying to keep our our Winston up because Winston drops his bubble, um, but then tries to eat uh, Reinhardt uh, fire strikes nonstop, um, which is just, a, again, an interesting approach. Also, st- let's stand right there in the middle of the doorway with our bubble, um, where there's also mm. a Reaper who can melt the bubble, eh, whatever. So eventually, though, I've built up my ult. I'm the first one to get it because I'm just pumping heels left, right, and center. And I'm throwing pots and all that jazz. So what do I do? Our Winston goes to dive in i nano he then drops his bubble and stands there <laughs> and as uh, derelict in rsp course said that bubble was a dance bubble and you know what if they if they had music inside of that i'm all for a nanoed winston just to hang out no one went near him <laughs> good they just went and stood back and i mean mm-hmm. i would have appreciated him voice lining so i'm gonna have to presume the winston may have been new maybe maybe we did eventually take the point Ah, um, and we snowballed um suddenly winston realized he had an alt um and i think that caught the other team by surprise because they may have been thinking this this player might be new i just wish there was a better way to instruct our newbies uh because overwatch one chat apparently made the upgrade to overwatch two (laughs) but that's my experience well, it's better than what I, I used to do when I uh, first uh, booted up Overwatch. I played Lucio, and I thought that I, I'm healing people by shooting at them. So <laughs> It's literally what I did. I just aimed at my own teammates and okay. shot. It's, it's funny you say that. I was watching, um, I think it was Extra Life on, on Twitch, and he uh, he was playing Echo. And I don't think he meant to alt and choose a Moira, um, but he does. And he's like, I don't know how to play her. And so what he's doing is he's using his primary as his damage. And he's getting upset that it's not doing anything. Um, he, He then realizes he has an orb. And so what does he do? He throws the purple orb back to heal. Um, Cause again, I mean, if you have not played the heroes and, and understood their kit, um, and then he, sh- he nearly, um, fades himself off the map because he hits <laughs> like, what does this do? Whoop. So anyhow, you know what? I have advice for, for these Lucios that are shooting their teammates and, and Moira's that are throwing orbs the wrong way. Um, play mystery heroes. That's how you learn all the characters. You play mystery, oh, that's how mystery I, heroes. That's the only reason I know any true. characters. And the only way I've ever considered myself good on a hero is you play mystery heroes you get that hero, you have some success, and then suddenly you feel confident, and now you can play them. That's yeah. all it takes. Or just go into, you know, total mayhem, spam shift on Zarya, and there you go. You you dominate as a Zarya. You now know how to play a Zarya. Forever bubble. Mm, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, no, I'm outside of the weird bugs where like I got put into um, Hollywood nonstop where our uh, <laughs> attack spawn was actually we were being put into final spawns. Problem is the map hadn't started. And so therefore the servers like I don't know what's going on unspecified with a timer that wasn't ticking down. So I had to leave that. Um a number of times I've gone on to Coliseo where the opposing team is at our spawn door, but our spawn door is closed and they're escorting. <laughs> so, I mean, that's awesome. Meanwhile, you're Lucio's shooting your own team in the head. <laughs> trying to heal. Well, them. double, you know, it's double healing if you hit them in the head, right? Like, like that's the, the thing about like, you know, I get it. It's small indie developer, lots of bugs tiring out. It's going to take some time, but like, I don't understand what type of code issue would be causing things like this now. Like they hot fixed what was seemingly small things. And I guess it was those hot fixes that introduced the, Hey, you don't know if you're actually going to get a match or not. <laughs> yeah. um, I, Game is a lot of fun though. A oh, lot yeah. of fun. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to take away from that. I've been really enjoying yeah. playing the game. I mean, I always have, but there's things about it just feel good. Like I, I've been playing a lot of Ash, and like when you when you dome someone, just the the thunk and the feel. Yeah. Um, Bing! One, yeah, like one thing I haven't been crazy about in terms of changes is uh, Orisa's primary fire. It doesn't feel as like I know it's different, and I'm sure I'll get used to it, but it just doesn't feel as as nice as it used to. And I think it's really? just because it's different and I'm not used to it. I'm sure somebody They're like fat orbs care. now flying, right? Yeah, it's weird. They're almost like it feels ah. like these crystals instead of bullets. Now. Like, like almost like Lucio. So you should shoot Kinda. them at your teammates' heads oh, to, to, you know, gotcha. heal them. Then, then it'll yeah. feel great. You didn't realize Arissa's, she's like a hybrid support tank. Ah, so brave. Um, yeah. But <laughs> the thing I love I love, about I love the lines. Man, the the voice lines are just amazing. I remember this one thing that when Zen asks, like, Orissa, how can you be, like, you're so innocent and you save everyone. And then he asks, uh, what, what happened? Or I don't know if it was Zen, but he asks her, like, what happens if you meet someone that's not that innocent? And she's like, they get the javelin. <laughs> well, and that's, and the way say, she delivers it, it's so good. The javelin? It feels meaty. I, I loved where you oh, yeah. can just throw yeah. a thunk. I do like that and pin the person to the wall. Getting hit by it sucks. It's it, oh, yeah, it's no, kind. I it's agree. a great suck though. It's like a, oh that I should have seen it coming or they, they got to be satisfied with that. Especially when you're a Lucio and you're hopping around and stuff, and you just get pinned. It, hey, you know what's awesome is when when you get hit by the javelin and it just takes you off the map. Yeah, that Ooh. also sucks. Yeah, you know I I'm still becoming more aware of some of the kit changes. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, I see a McCree and I'm like, Oh, I just need to watch out for the stun. Oh wait, no, that's a, that's a sticky. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. I, oh, and guess what I did? I took it back to my support. Cause why not? <laughs> that's funny. One thing that I am not necessarily a fan of, although I'm sure I'll get used to is right before overwatch one went down, I decided to uh, start playing Doomfist a lot. A character I had mm. never decided to play before, and uh, I felt like I was just starting to get the hang of him and really enjoy him. And uh, now he is a tank, and you really can't play him the same at all um, because he doesn't have his uppercut, but also because he's meant to block damage now. Uh, so I'm a little disappointed because he was—I discovered he was really fun, um, and uh, now I just—you know—he's totally different now. So that kind of sucks, but mm. again, I'm sure I'll get used to it. I—I I gotta. 
try out some more of the the tank changes because I haven't played a lot of Orisa. I haven't played hardly any Doomfist. I really haven't touched Junker Queen that much. I'm kind of trying to, well, I mean, I'm trying to win for my team most of the time. So I'm playing characters that I know are meta or that I can actually be successful on like Zarya and Winston. Um, I like these days. So occasionally Sigma, but yeah. Anywho, we'll at least have a game to play. Yep. It's fun with friends too. True. Very fun with friends. Oh, so here we are at the end of a show. Went longer than I actually thought it would, but hey, it's because the three of us all like the sounds of our own voices. Um, We'll be back again next week, obviously, talking about either a playoff prognostication that includes the Toronto Defiant or what all went wrong. Hey, guys, the playoffs are here. Are you watching? Um, But we will always, obviously, be talking about everything that you need to know about both the Vancouver Titans and the Toronto Defiant, as well as the Overwatch League and all that, uh, you know, fun stuff. Um, We have been described as the preeminent Canadian Overwatch uh, podcast, so we've got a reputation to uphold. Um, We've also been described as the premier source for everything Vancouver Titans and Toronto Defiant. uh, Every episode. That's so true. So true. Uh, you can join in the conversation, obviously, at uh, RSP Discord. It's discord.io slash ready, set, pwn. You can slap subscribe in every podcast application that's out there. Um, you can shoot us messages on social media. You can also subscribe to One Man Watchpoint, get all your Overwatch news if you haven't done so already. Um, I really wish One Man Watchpoint had a Twitter account. <laughs> Okay, I'll get right on that. It's at Sir I mean, DRJM on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, what final words of wisdom do y'all have for uh, our listeners this week? Uh, basketball's back, and, and you guys, our long-term listeners, know this like a prominent topic here on, well, at least it used to be. So the NBA is back, and to commemorate, I have a, a very, very mature uh, uh, little thing to ask you about. Uh, that's related to basketball. So why did the chicken cross the basketball court? To get to the other side? Well, he heard the ref was blowing fouls. I was not ready for that. Jeez. No, not anywhere near ready for that. <laughs> it's the end of the season. I'm sorry. It's oh, uh like I don't like <laughs> is this still a show like clean, like or is explicit now? Like, no, it's like, you know, fouls get called a lot in, I, in, I, in basketball, so that's totally totally <laughs> Hello kids. <laughs> It's it's simply a reference to basketball. We're only laughing because he made a face when he told us the joke. You can trust trust Chris here. Oh man. I think he should end it there, Chris. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, oh man. We will never recover from this. <laughs> I'll, I'll work on next. I'll start working on next week's words of wisdom already. Oh I see it's, uh, it's becoming a hit. Oh, sure. Do you have anything to add there, Jordan? No, no, I don't. Nothing. Neither do I. <laughs> Catchphrase. 